Well, hi, and thank you so much for coming and joining me. My name is Dan, I am the founder of Teachers PD, and today we're gonna to talk about three emails that you need to send to help reduce your meetings and re reduce your time that you spend in meetings, but also reduce the number of meetings that you end up in as a teacher. Now, some of this stuff comes from my book, which is called Work Less, Teach More, How to Be an Effective Teacher and Live a Life You Love. The book is all about reducing your workload and improving your effectiveness. So if you would like to grab yourself a free copy of that, just head over to, to teacherspd.net slash free WLTM for Work Less, Teach More. Even if you just go to teacherspd.net, you'll land, you'll see a very clear first thing on the page will be how to get a free copy of that book for you. Just pay for postage and handling and it comes out to you. But let's dive into these three emails. Now, I'm gonna basically walk you through a little system that I use to help reduce the number of meetings that I get into. And it can be very helpful for you as you go about planning your term next term if you're you know, about to go back to term, or if you've just started school, or even if you're in charge of a school, maybe you're a deputy or a principal or something, you're in charge of organizing these meetings. Hopefully this will help you to rethink how your meetings are done because what happens in schools is we just have these you know, fortnightly or weekly or monthly kind of meetings, it just gets scheduled in. And they're just in there and you have to attend them no matter what, even if there's nothing to talk about, the meeting's there and it gets run. And I know, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day who's a teacher and he was in a meeting and there were like three points to get through in that meeting. Those points were covered in the first 15 minutes. And then they spent the next 45 minutes in that hour long meeting because it was scheduled for an hour trying to come up with other things to talk about or trying to get people to ask questions and just really wasting people's time. So I think that's a load of rubbish. I think we shouldn't be doing that for teachers. I think we pay teachers relatively okay, in my country at least. Uh, we pay teachers all right, and I don't wanna be paying a teacher's wage for them to stand around doing nothing in a meeting, especially if they don't need to be there at all. So if you're a teacher, I want you to try these three emails and if you're in charge of school running things and organizing meetings, please also pay attention to what we're talking about here and find every way you can to just reduce the meetings and to get teachers out of them doing the things that they need to be doing rather than standing around listening to someone talk about something that they feel like is interesting. So there are three emails I want you to send. The first email that you should send out is you should send, well, here, I'm gonna preface, <laughs> preface this, uh, these emails. First, what I want you to do actually is go to your calendar, find all the meetings that are in there and delete them. Just remove every meeting that you have to get rid of them. Because what I want you to do is actually email the organizer. So as you go through, just write down what the meeting is and who, the, who organizes it. And then these, you're gonna send the emails to these people. So the first email, you're sending to someone who's organizing one of these meetings who wants you to be there. I want you to send them an email and ask them, what is your role in this meeting? Like when you're coming, what are you meant to be doing in that meeting? And then what contribution do they want you to make to this meeting? And if there is not a role for you, and if there is not something that they specifically want you to contribute to this meeting, then why do you need to be there? Right? If you are not coming with a specific purpose, then really you shouldn't be there at all. I think that's a meeting that's wasting your time. And you should then follow up and say, well, if I don't have a role and I'm not being asked to contribute anything to this meeting, then yeah, I, I don't see why I would be at this meeting. And you can do that politely and respectfully and all those types of things. But basically, you want that. Because if you are attending a meeting, 
you want to know what your role is. Like, are you meant to be you know, critiquing something? Are you meant to be bringing a whole bunch of information and contributing to this meeting? Is there a bunch of stuff that you need to read through before you attend this meeting? And you need to know what your role is here. So if you have a role, it actually helps you to be more purposeful with your meetings and to be more effective with them and to get stuff done faster. <laughs> you see, meetings need to be effective. You don't wanna be standing around, not sure about what you're doing, sitting there, maybe at the back doing some other work, half paying attention to anything that's going on. That is ineffective. It's a waste of the person who's running the meeting's time and it's a waste of your time. So meetings are for people who have roles and who are making contributions. And if you're not either of those things, then you shouldn't be there and you should put forward an argument that says you shouldn't be there and then do your best to be excused from going to that meeting. In fact, I would say, you know, I'm not coming to this meeting. I don't have a role or a contribution to make. So why am I coming? It's a waste of my hour and a half of time. Sometimes the meetings can go for ages. Okay, so that's email number one is to find out what your role and your contribution are to the meeting. Really important for you to know that. It'll help you in the meeting if you actually end up having to be there and you do have a role, you do have a contribution to make. It gives you very clear purpose so that you're actually getting stuff out of that meeting. The other email is for you know, still sending to the people who are organizing these meetings. If you look at the meeting and you go, I don't see why I need to be there, right? Maybe there is some information that's gonna be shared that you need. And so this email is you sending an email saying, well, that you won't be attending this meeting, but you will send someone else in your place. Okay, this is particularly for you if you're a head teacher or something, or you have a role to play in like organizing some big event that's happening, but you're not gonna be at that meeting, right? You just, you've got something else on, or maybe you just don't wanna be at all the meetings. So instead of you going, you're gonna send someone else to act in your stead. And really that person is just kind of going to take notes for you on anything that actually matters for you and etc. So if you happen to be in a school where your position has an admin staff, you can send your admin staff to go and do that. Or if you're a head teacher, you could possibly send a teacher who's under you. Maybe you have an assistant head teacher that you might send to that meeting to take notes for you instead. Or heck, you might even, if it's, possible depending on what the meeting is and stuff but if it's plausible you can even send a student to go and take notes you know maybe send the head of your student representative council or your your school captain something like that to go and take some meetings for you and notes for you and come back to you with stuff that might be relevant for you just to reduce your time with that now that's probably not going to be too often that you're going to be able to send that email it's kind of is i'm not coming but i'm going to send someone else right that normally is for teachers who are higher up in the hierarchy, right? Who are sending their admin staff or sending a teacher who's underneath them. But if you're that teacher who's being asked to underneath that, make sure that you have a role and a contribution to make to that meeting uh, that's very specific and given to you by the person who's sending you uh, and why they've chosen you, hopefully, would be important as well. The last email is, you just send an email that just says that you won't be attending the meeting as it has absolutely no purpose for you right? And you won't be contributing anything. So if you have no role, no contribution to make, this is the email that you send that's like, okay, I'm not coming to this email, to this meeting. Sometimes you'll know beforehand, right? If it's just your general staff meeting where your principal stands and makes a whole bunch of announcements, but they don't actually have anything that's worthy to be discussed or for you to be contributing towards and stuff, then maybe you're going to suggest to that, you know, maybe this meeting needs to be cancelled because there's no point for us teachers to be there, okay? So, 
That's your third email. So the most important email, obviously, in this whole sequence is what is your role and your contribution to the meeting? So you're sending an email just saying, this meeting is scheduled. What am I, what's my role in this meeting? What are you actually expecting me to do? What do you want me to contribute? And if they come back and go, oh, I just want you there to be kind of ease on the ground or whatever, just go, well, thank you very much, but I'm not coming. Okay, or you might be able to send someone else, possibly. But most likely, you're just going to say, thanks, but I'm not coming to that meeting. It doesn't actually serve a purpose for me. And if it's a meeting that doesn't serve any purpose at all, if it doesn't contribute anything to any teacher who's been invited to that meeting, then you may even suggest that that meeting should be cancelled. Now, when you suggest that a meeting should be cancelled, I would highly recommend that you suggest something that happens in its place. So, for example, for your big staff meetings, right, where the principal is going to stand at the front and give a bunch of announcements, maybe the deputy is going to stand up and give some announcements, your head of welfare is going to give a bunch of announcements, that can all happen via your school's normal announcement procedures. Okay, you probably have some kind of uh, website or intranet or a bulletin or something that comes around that has the notices for the day that you read off that tell you what's happening and all the changes that have happened for the day, right? So they can just put announcements into something like that. They could, if they want to, they could record a video and send it to you of them making the announcements and then just ask you to watch it. If they want to, they could put it into something like Edpuzzle, they leave and track and make sure that you've watched the video so that when you've watched it, they can see, oh, you know, George has a big green line across the whole video, he's watched the whole thing, fantastic. Okay, if that's what they're worried about, they can actually track whether or not you've watched the video or not. And that's fine, okay? As long as I get to, I know, like for me, I love listening to things and watching things faster than normal. So if I'm watching a YouTube, it'll be on uh, at least twice the speed, because that's the highest limit I think that YouTube let you. Uh, my podcasts and stuff that I listen to or audiobooks are often above two, sometimes they're at three and a half times the speed as I'm going through and learning. And so I can get that meeting done in way less time. If there's any questions and stuff that teachers have, I don't have to sit through them. Okay, they can email those questions back to the principal if they want to, or the deputy and say, oh, I didn't quite understand this. What's my role here? Yeah, they can do that themselves. And I would argue that in a school, meetings should definitely have a time limit, right? That should, and that time limit should be as minimal as possible. Okay, I think no meeting should go for more than 30 minutes, right? 30 minute max meetings, and there should be a maximum of five people at these meetings because meetings are for when people are going to discuss things, when they have contributions to make, when they're going to you know, reflect and examine something and chat to th- about something together. And if you have more than five people, then people aren't going to be all contributing generally generally. We see this in our classrooms with our kids and their schoolwork. You know, you can put kids in a group. If that group is of 10 kids, you know half those kids are not doing any work, right? At least half of them. That's why in classrooms, I go for groups of three. And so for meetings, meetings should be only of a few people who are all contributing to what's being discussed so that it's actually being done in an effective manner. So if you are a deputy, if you're a principal, if you're having meetings that are just being done because they're in the calendar, go through and check why are these meetings here? Can I delete all these meetings for all the staff across the whole school and just say, right, from now on, we are only gonna have meetings when they're required. When, and meetings are only ever required when there's something to be discussed and when the people who are in the meeting are gonna be contributing something and have a role. 
So we're not gonna have meetings anymore where everyone's just sitting down listening to someone give announcements. We're not gonna have meetings anymore for someone to talk about some great idea they have, right? They can send that in an email. We don't need to be having all these meetings and wasting teachers' time with these meetings. So if you are in that role and you can change that for teachers, change it, okay? Change it as much as you can to as few meetings as possible with as little going on as possible. So please think of ways that you can change meetings and get rid of them. And if you're a teacher, challenge the meetings. Ask people, what's your role? What is the contribution that they want you to make? If there isn't one, then just respectfully decline and say, thanks very much, I'm not coming to the meeting because it's not worth my time. And if you think the meeting's not worth anyone's time, maybe you can suggest that the person who was gonna run that meeting send an email out instead or a video out instead to save everyone the time. Right, they can, you can then watch it in your own time. You can choose when you're gonna do that, when you're doing shallow work maybe, rather than taking up time that's valuable, you're gonna do deep work or you're missing out on time going home picking up your kids or anything like that. We need to just completely rethink how we do meetings. I think no school should have a regular recurring meeting at all. That should just all be deleted. And then as the people who want to run meetings if you choose, you go, okay, we need to have a meeting about this. Choose the people who are gonna be at that meeting. Email just them to come to the meeting. Tell them what their role and their responsibilities are during that meeting. And then when you have that meeting, make sure it's a maximum of five people there and keep it to less than 30 minutes so that you are not wasting people's time. Just put, set a timer and go through it. If you can't get through it in 30 minutes, cancel it at the end and go, right, designate someone to follow up with things as we go forward, and if you need to have another meeting, reschedule it for another time and move on and let people think about it and come back, right? Obviously, it's too big a thing for you to discuss and do in one sitting. So that's what I would suggest. Send out your emails. So your thing to do this week is to email someone and say, I've got this meeting that's scheduled in. What's my role? What am I contributing to this meeting? And if it's nothing, then send them an email and say you're not coming. The worst they can do, right, if it's a principal, they'll say, no, you have to be there. And then you just need to ask, well, why do I have to be there though? That's what I was asking before. What is my role, what am I contributing to this meeting? And you can have a very respectful discussion about meetings. You can go and approach a principal, say, listen to this podcast, <laughs> listen to, go watch this video about meetings in schools and how they are actually wasting time and wasting a ton of money because we are paying these teachers to sit there and do stuff that is a waste of their time and a waste of your time if you're running the meeting. So let's think about how we do our meetings. Let's ch change that all up. If you wanna learn more about how you can become more effective, reduce your workload, make sure you go and grab yourself a copy of my book. Go to teacherspd.net. You'll see it as the first thing on the website to get yourself a free copy of that book. I only ask you pay for postage and handling. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming, for giving me your time. I look forward to chatting with you again next week.